Welcome. The Film Shakes. The Podcast. Okay, guys, welcome to Film Shapes, a special we have here. So we haven't been to the cinema for quite a while, so we're going to do something a bit different. And with me on the uh, on the line there is Rolly. Hi, Rolly. Hello. Hello, and Parazad. Hi. Hi. Hello, and Merv. Good evening. All right. So, guys, you, you've got the heads up. You know what's going down, don't you? Yep. We, yeah. Yeah. We have some listener questions to answer tonight. When I say listener, oh, I mean... Oh, hang on. That's <laughs> <laughs> stretching the truth a little, isn't it? No, no. No, go on. Okay, Please, well, go on. I'm going to name everybody we who's... we do um... listen to it. <laughs> Barazad, keep it to yourself. Okay, well, let's kick on and uh, we'll um, explain who sent these in. So number one, this was sent in by somebody called Kristen. Um, not sure who that is, but anyway, the question is, what film got you hooked on cinema. Rolly, do you want to kick off? Oh, I knew you were going to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a question for, for people that, that are drawn to the cinema, isn't it? That just can't do without the cinema that where it's a really important part of their lives or something like it, it, people that got hooked, you're hooked on the cinema. It never, it never happened to me. Okay. So I, would, I, okay. I never quite got hooked. Uh huh. In that way, like it's not the experience apart from this podcast, which I do enjoy. It's not a okay. hugely important part of my life. <laughs> so, how did you right. attempt to answer this question then? So, the way I attempted to answer, I thought back what when when these earlier films that I've seen, where what were they? Mm. What, what gave me a, a, a really intense feeling in the cinema? And I, I went back to a probably nineteen seventy nine. Um, Star Wars, coming out of the cinema, feeling like I was the hero in the film, or at least I, I could be. Like I was, I felt like Luke Skywalker. Mm. Let me just and pause like the there. Next... Is this yeah. the first Star Wars? Was it seventy eight or something? Did I get that wrong? Seventy seven, but it might have been seventy eight okay. for okay. us here in Perth. Yeah, it might have been seventy eight for us here. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I came out of the the cinema feeling feeling great. I was a buzz. I, I felt the a whole world had opened up where I could now, um, you know, be a, a space Jedi mm. with a lightsaber, at least in, at school. And so for the next, the next few years or a couple of years, probably, I don't mm. know, how, how does time go then? An, another year of, of playground antics, you know, just playing the roles in the playground of, mm. of your heroes from, from Star Wars and, but then I, I kind of looked at it and I never get that sort of feeling coming out of the cinema now. Probably that's a good thing. But I never feel like I'm the hero of of the film walking out of the cinema in the same way. You're not Which I, is I kind of sad. Did. Maybe you do. I don't know. I thought you I thought you did after Deerskin. <laughs> that's pretty good, yeah. Uh, uh, I'd, anyway. I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to. But yeah, I, yeah, we don't take. I don't take it. Um, so I don't take things so literally f and apply them to my life in quite the same way. But um, yeah, look, I would say that though that feeling did 
did stay with me a, a little mm. bit. So, you know, when I go to the cinema, I try and engage as much as I can. Mm. Uh, but I'm, I'm largely disappointed, i got to say. So, yeah, sorry. No, that's good. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, Parazad, let's go to you. Yeah, um, I kind of, I have a similar answer, I guess, in that I don't know if I was ever hooked on the cinema, but I would say the first film where I really appreciated the cinema experience and appreciated the, the you know, the, the full effect of the visuals and the soundtrack and everything together would have to be 2001, I think, The Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Because mm. um, I would have been oh, year eight or year nine, middle of high school, that's basically. Ri- that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, too late. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, so like middle of high school. And I think prior to that, there had been no real film before that that I watched in cinema and went, yep, yeah, that was a million times better than if I saw it on my TV. Whereas mm. with The Lord of the Rings, I think I went back and saw it in cinemas, that first release, maybe three times total. Mm. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I also just love that film on its sure. own. Yeah. But it's definitely one that even now I've seen it who knows how many times. And if you gave me the opportunity to go watch it in a cinema tomorrow, I would take it. Okay. Oh, wow. Cool. All right. Thank you. Merv? Um, so I, as a small child, grew up behind the Bustleton Drive-In. Mm. So I remember, you know, when we'd drive down the, and our drive down to the farm went past, you know, went directly past it and there was a, there was a gap in the fence and Dad would occasionally stop and let us kind of, you know, see what was on. So, mm-hmm. you know, that big flickering screen got me at a very young age. So... The two films, I'm going for two films. The first one was at the drive-in. It had to be The Black Hole from, <laughs> I probably saw it in 1980. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, Disney's first PG film. Huh. Um, huh. So, yeah, and that probably is one of the things that got me hooked on sci-fi. But, yeah, just I, I actually watched it the other day on Disney+. And I'm going to say it still holds up a bit. It's still mm. not a bad little film. And the other mm, one, of course, is... Yeah, um, is Empire Strikes Back. Saw it at Cinema One, um, probably a little bit older. It came out, I think, in eighty. Uh, yeah, late late eighty yeah. for us. And I just remember, and Cinema One's the one that was in the Hay Street um, in City Arcade. And I remember oh, lining up at okay. the um, box. Well, I did. Mum lined up at the box office because <laughs> she was tasked with taking me to the movies as a kid, oh, and just you know lining up. And then going up the escalator and then going into the foyer, which was all set out as Hoth. And, you know, just that whole experience and then sitting there and just that whole Hoth scene just coming over the top of me. And that just, you know, really got me hooked on on the cinema and just the whole experience of it all. Because it was, I don't know, whenever we came to Perth, you know, we'd go see a movie. Yeah. I was, you know, Mm -hmm. a real treat and experience. So, yeah, so those two films definitely got hooked me, turned me into a bit of a sci-fi movie nerd as well. So... A bit like uh, you, Rolly, you know, running around like a lunatic in the playground. <laughs> yeah, you you could just, your imagination ran wild with after yeah. seeing the film. Like, But yeah, I've, uh, I just have that very distinct feeling of walking out of the cinema feeling like a character from the film. Like it wasn't that hard to put yourself in that, in that position and yeah. just 
mentally feel that way. I, I don't know. It's a strange thing to try and describe. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, now I'm kind of um, the, the odd one out, I think. Um, I guess mine was probably the Jungle Book, the, you know, the Disney animation. How old um, were you? Oh, I must have, oh, you know, 15, seven, no, no. I <laughs> was probably uh, six. I was I barely out of the womb. <laughs> I, I'm try, yeah, because it was in Melbourne. It was before I come over here. So I got here when I was seven, um, in Perth, that is. So I, my, I, I just remember my grandma taking me a, a bunch of times. I probably harangued her to take me about three or four times in the, in the week or two that I was staying with them. Um, and that, yeah, I just thought, wow, this is, we're in a, we're in a pretty bodgy little cinema in suburban Melbourne somewhere. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was great. It, it trapped me. I couldn't, uh, couldn't live without the cinema after that. So, yeah, it's a bit, a bit different <laughs> to your ones. Yeah. I had a Disney film. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, that's true. The, the Black what, Hole. What was it the about the film that, that really captured you then? I think the story, I mean, it's a, it's a Kipling story, isn't it? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it was just, you know, lots of, lots of animals, you know, some bit of music, um, I some great looking tunes, animation. Yeah. yeah. I like, you know, bare necessities, great tune. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Question two, what's the best debut for a director? Um, Merv, let's start with you this time. Um, well, this required a bit of research because mm. I'm like, I don't know what, Debut half of them were. I should so, say, sorry. Let me. But this this, is, yeah. this was from listener Amanda. Um, oh, okay. Right. So I found a great Wikipedia page which uh, listed a whole bunch, uh, pretty much every debut film. Um, yeah, I had the same one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all found it. I think it was great. <laughs> so I was going through, and uh, you know, came across some of the. You know, I've got a. I looked at, um, you know, Rob Reiner. This is Spinal Tap. Yeah, maybe, Ooh. maybe. Okay. Richard Curtis, Love Actually. I want to actually. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. That, that's I know. That's, yeah. that's a that's debut film. That is a cult. That hit a cultural lodestone, you could almost say, that film. Tarantino, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But the guy I went for was Guy Ritchie, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. I think that uh-huh. was, you know, it did have a big cast for the time. So, you know, he, um, well, you know, Richard Curtis, he obviously had a lot of money thrown at him because he got all the stars. Mm. But, you know, Richie, and he did things I hadn't seen before. So he created his own, he came out and created his own style. And where, you know, Tarantino, you could have said with Reservoir Dogs, there was a lot of referencing that he did in his stuff. Mm. Um, where, yeah, I think Guy Ritchie just made a super slick, really entertaining, funny, original movie mm. in everything. So, yeah. So my pick for best directorial debut is Guy Ritchie's Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, okay, good call. I, I was wondering nice, how nice. to how to sort of um, – like, is this just a best film, best first film, or is it a debut for the director as in what he went on to do, what he or she went on to, to make? I, well, I yeah. Wasn't, yeah. You've got to judge I, it on, uh, the, on the film, don't you? I mean, yeah, if it's yeah, a great are... debut, it doesn't matter if they made a bunch of shit afterwards. Like right, you... but, there, but what I'm saying is there are so many great debut films. So how do you – well, anyway, I'll, 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 I'll save my, my fire. Um, Parazad, what about you? Yes, well, um, I found the same list. 
The trouble is mm -hmm. that when I was reading through this list, I saw a lot of names leap out at me, but they were for a lot of films that I knew of but haven't necessarily seen. Um, uh -huh. So the one that kind of stood out to me that I have seen and quite enjoy to the point that I'll pretty happily rewatch it today um, is, so the directors, there are two directors, Tony Bancroft and Barry Cook, and it was 1998's Mulan, so another Disney Disney flick to add to the list. Um, yeah, I just, I, and in terms of the directorial style, like I remember certain bits and pieces of that film really standing out as being visually beautiful, like the opening credits um, and how that transitions into the first scene and the, you know, the classic training montage in the middle. Yeah, there's lots of bits of that movie that I quite enjoy. Hmm. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Rolly. Is it me, is it? It is you. I was going to try and guess yours. All right, go on. Let's oh, see. no, let's, let's it's a, but it's not. I've just looked it up, and it's not even a debut. I was going to be really angry with you if you'd said <laughs> Raising Arizona. Because uh, <laughs> I thought that was the Coen Brothers' first film. Blood Simple was it? Blood Simple, he, yeah. I thought he better, do that. he better not do that. No. That was a because good, if he does, Blood it would be just to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go on. Yeah, well, I was just to piss you off. I was gonna, mm. I was gonna say, well, oh, what about Tommy Wiseau and the Room? Mm. <laughs> I can't deny it's had a lasting impact on the culture, uh, film oh, culture itself. Yeah, you know. Okay, but yeah, then I, really. I thought that's a bit silly. But that's a bit silly. So mm. um, yeah, I actually uh, found um, the one that I was drawn to and thought straight away, yes, that's the one. Mm -hmm. Is and I don't even quite know how to pronounce his name, although I've heard it many times, is Neil Blom Blomkamp with District oh, yeah. 9. Mm, okay, um, yeah. I thought that it was that sort of sci-fi realism thing that kind of got me, I think, and mm. just the idea that an, uh, an alien race might come to Earth and and find their ship, or their land, they land their ship over the top of a, a slum rather than some mega mega city and I, I don't know i just thought it was yeah. done in a way that was yeah really yeah. cool and especially for a first film i thought it was great um yeah i i'd agree that's i i think that's a really good film unfortunately everything else he's done after that's pretty bad so well maybe, maybe, i didn't maybe... mind chappy but to me that doesn't matter i'm just looking at the first film mm, here. yeah that's right yeah yeah that, that, so yeah you read it yeah yeah and and chappy was fun as really? well uh, and it ha okay. i mean you know it had good accents as all these films <laughs> seem to and <laughs> and um yeah look we, we won't go into chappy that's a whole other thing but yeah. um yeah that, okay, that was well, mine you, anyway you, you didn't manage to guess guess mine i, I had a few oh, i had a huge list I, I think um shallow grave's great uh the scent of green papaya is great um uh, in bruges by Martin McDonough, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Delicatessen yeah. was a debut by Caro and Janae. I mean, that's fantastic. Um, even Citizen Kane, that was Wells's first film. So there's heaps, there's, there's so many. But I had to go with one of my favourite films of all time, um, A Buddha Souf by Jean-Luc Godard uh, from 1960. Brilliant film. So, yeah, that's his first. I mean, he was a uh, him and Truffaut and some of the other new wave dudes were journos like film writers before they decided to go you know let's let's try and make some films and 
then they made like Truffaut's first film was the 400 blows that's also a great film but yeah abu de souffle breathless is fantastic so i think that's it that, and he also you know was part of the beginning of a new new style of filmmaking so that's mine yeah i i just pick films within my lifetime <laughs> i just didn't have time to go to go all the way back we have okay well yeah <laughs> yeah i mean did what sydney yeah. lumet 12 angry men john houston maltese falcon some crackers there I mean, it's but... just too many i mean other ones yeah. i looked at you know it's just for guys who did well i mean uh lee tamori for once were warriors yeah right uh, yeah. sam mendes american beauty mm. i mean that's yeah. just um oh, even yeah. even you know the zucker brothers you know flying high was that their first was it yeah that's yeah that was their first and yeah, that right. That defined a whole comedy um, genre, yeah. you know, yeah, as a true. film. I mean, sure, they probably took it from TV, mm. but, you know, they they certainly went on and there have been many, many have tried to copy, but very few have achieved that same pure stupidity of yeah. Yeah. those Top films. Well, and, yeah, I yeah. guess the, that list, in, in thinking about this, that list uh, wouldn't necessarily include writer-directors, would it? Um, but in some ways, if someone... If it's a debut for a writer-director, it, it kind of deserves a bit more cred than if they've just directed it, doesn't it? Because the writer oh. might have worked on many films. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like they, they're like an actor coming into a these first film that they do, for example. They've worked yeah. yeah. Well, in the case oh, okay. of American Beauty, was that a writer-director? Because that was a great screenplay. don't think so. Can't be sure, but... But I yeah. I believe the screenplay was a, a first screenplay for the for the person as well whoever oh, yeah. wrote the screenplay mm. I'm not sure so it, it might have it was either a double debut or a writer director I'm not right. sure okay hmm. well people like Martin McDonough in Bruges and Edgar Wright Shaun of the Dead uh, they they write their own stuff in general mm. don't they so Tarantino wrote Reservoir Dogs didn't he or was he yeah, was it British. that other guy was it Avery somebody Avery as well who don't know no, but Richie I'm trying to remember. Richie Wright is? Wasn't Matthew Vaughan involved as well? Yeah, possibly. I mean, there's always teams and all that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I had Kevin Smith in there as well. You know, he was in my list. Right. (laughs) Clerks. I mean, that was just a real funny film, but I know it did come look a bit like a student film at the same time. Yeah, (laughs) true. But um, Jan de Bont, whatever his name. Yeah. His first film was Speed. Was it really? I mean, that is a quality action film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bruce Robinson with Neil and I. Um, yeah. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, The Producers was his first film. That's that's pretty special. Yeah. George Miller, Mad Max. There we go. Yeah, well, anyway. he was yeah. he was number two for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is well, there guys. a thing going on here where the – sorry to drag this yeah. on, but is there a thing going on here where the first film is often their best and then they get worse after that? <laughs> oh. I'd... For most directors. Not yeah. – yeah, you, you know, maybe not everyone, not the, not the auteurs, but the – the bulk of directors just have a have a good go. Then someone gives them a bunch more money and they fuck it up. Yeah, but let's do the flip side of this and you know say, okay, the best second feature or something. You probably have as many. So, nah. Mm. Yeah. Um. But then again, going through that list, a lot of you know de- directors' debut films were were crap. Yes. <laughs> where, where you know <laughs> where we're like yeah. you know wasn't um uh Avatar director what's his name James Cameron. Yeah, That's wasn't that like Piranhas 3D or something like yeah, that? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of lot of directors yeah. who you know did great things, but their first film is like 
just you know, oh, we've got this fifth film in this franchise. Go do it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense that you yeah. make worse films uh, earlier in your career. Yeah, mm. you often have a calling card just to show what you can do, and then then you might get some attention and some money. You know. Well, I'd Anyhow. say Guy Ritchie, his second film was better than his first. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Yep, I would agree. Yeah. That snatch, that is, yeah. Yeah, and George Miller, I think, went on to make better films Did as he? well. Well, I, I mean, Happy Feet, <laughs> for what it is, was a pretty, you I know. I haven't seen that, so I, I, I shouldn't yeah. be giggling. Yeah. Okay, guys, number three. Um, this is from someone called Paris. <laughs> uh, I can't... <laughs> Oh, it's Parazad. Hi, Parazad. So you can start this one off. Um, okay. What are your What are your most often used film quotes? Um. Okay. So the first one is a bit of an odd one. I've got two for this one. Um. Mm -hmm. Has Have any of you seen the animated film Megamind? No. No. But no. I can, is a big yellow-headed dude or something. Uh. Yellow, purple, something like that. Is he got a big? Yeah, okay, big head. Yeah, yeah. Right? Anyway, so just just a you know a animated comedy. Um, villain becomes hero, hero becomes villain. Classic um, mm. thing. Anyway, there's a tiny little bit in there where he answers the phone and instead of saying hello, he says "olo." <laughs> um, and don't don't uh, don't okay. ask me why, but for some <laughs> reason, I think Tim and I watched Megamind together pretty early on in our relationship, and now, mm -hmm. like to this day, anytime we say hello to each other, we instead say "olo." So right. that would have to be my most used, <laughs> sheerly through okay. repetition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can you do it for us? How does it go? Olo. Instead oh. of hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, nice. And then the second one, I think, Grant, you might hate me for this one, but it's from The Room. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Oh, I know, what this... I know what it is. I, I did think not. We've done this <laughs> not you're tearing well, me apart, oh. but just the, the I did not with the inflection. Ah. I thought you might have a friend called Mark. Yeah, I, thought yeah, I know the one you mean. The, yeah. Oh, hi, I Mark. Did not. comes in a pretty close second to I did I think, not. I think... We got some odd looks. I, I think I walked into a room with a few people once at Navitas and said, oh, hi, Mark. And he went, oh, hi. And everyone went, why is he calling her Mark? This is so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, so uh, so I did Tim, not, who's, Tim just walked in the room and is grinning like a madman because he heard me say both <laughs> Olo and I did not. <laughs> uh, good, good. He says hi, by the way. <laughs> Oh, hi. Hello. <laughs> nice one. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, 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 hi, Tim. Good one. Okay. Uh, Rolly, how about you next? Oh, um, I thought you would want me to say, uh, just for you, um, isn't that Yes, thank you. <laughs> so sometimes, yeah, Thanks. when, you know, if it's dinner or whatever, you know, that'll just get into everyday yeah, use, you know. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the meal. It's nice. Something like that. Um, okay, thanks. But actually, actually, when I thought about it, because I did have another one as well, that was kind of going to be a fake one, mm. although it was kind of real. But um, uh, the other one was, um, of course, and I don't know if any of you you guys also have this one in, in the list. It's a bit of an obvious one, I think. Mm. But it's, um, I'm walking here. Oh, no, I don't. But, yeah, it's good. 
I've heard Hustle you say Hoffman, that Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like if you, if you just both get to the doorway at the same time and, you, you know, you have to walk around someone yep. at a party, friends, you know. Mm. Often, often I'm walking here or come out. And mm. um, it led me to do a little bit of research on it just as an aside. And um, you know how the story of that line is that it was improvised and uh, a taxi had come through, the street was blocked off, it was a low-budget film. Uh, but uh, Midnight Cowboy, and um, yeah. uh, but a taxi had come through the barrier, and not realised oh, there was a film being shot, and okay. um, and so it actually did happen, and he really did bang on the real taxi, but that's always been the story. But there's a little bit of an extra part to it nowadays, which is that they might have actually done it the first time. Loved what mm -hmm. happened, and then mm -hmm. then did a few more takes mm. yeah, with sure. a with yeah. another guy driving a taxi. So I don't that know which one more, we're seeing more on likely, film. Likely, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It's still okay. inspired by a pretty good yeah. story. Yep, yep. It is. Nice one. Okay, thank you, Rolly. Uh, move. I know. Uh. What? <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that from? Oh, Empire, oh, Empire, Empire Strikes Leia. Back. Ah, okay. Yeah, of course. I know. R really? When Shady tells we... you he loves you, I love you, Merv. Yeah, I was going to say, I what's know. the context? What's the context? Why don't people just think you're saying, I know? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I know. Explain it's yourself. Right. Explain yourself. What? You know, people might, you know, give me a compliment or something. It's like, I know. Okay. And do they know, do they say then suddenly, oh, you're doing that? Yeah, I understand where that's going. I know. I'm also just an arrogant sod, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be, I quote TV far more than I do the movies. Yeah, so I, I, say I that. really, yeah. really, yeah, mm. I really struggle to think of anything from a movie that I would regularly quote. And, mm, you know, okay. you, a bit like Rolly was saying, you know, with the, you know, it's nice when it was, you know, the film was around, you'd say it and a few other little ones, but nothing really. I had nothing, yeah. and that was the closest thing. Yeah, right, okay. I wonder that I do occasionally. When I say yeah. it, at least in my head, yes. the scenes go through, okay. you know. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, in my head, you know, there I am, handcuffed, yeah. white right. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I am Han Solo in that moment. Sure. Nice. Yeah, well, that, that's – okay. Let, yeah, I think you're, you're right. I, a lot of mine come from Partridge or Toast, uh, Toast of London. And I guess yours, stuff, Shady. But, yeah, go on. What's your quote? I'll have what she's having. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just, it's Name just, the it's film. Name the film. Me. Yeah, it's When Harry Met Sally, but I, uh, I've good, never though, said yeah. that. Um, okay, well, apart from the fact that there's a lot of lot of TV in there, which I'll skip, um, I sometimes just do the hello from The Princess Bride. Hello. Even without saying the rest of it. You know that bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya, you know, um, in, in a very yeah, bad Spanish familiar. accent. Yeah. Um, but I reckon it's probably more like, have you seen the movie Sexy Beast? Yes. Oh. Mm. It's, if I can, I'm not going to, it's not the sweary parts, but it's specifically if one of me or my wife, you know, starts swearing at each other, well, the other one will just go, why are you swearing? I'm not swearing. Which is the the Don Logan bit, and it and it just sort of right. cracks up. So yeah, that, that's. I mean, I do also occasionally do the the brick top from Snatch. 
do you know what nemesis means and try and finish that quote if i can remember it but uh yeah probably that from from uh, ben kingsley why are you swearing or even just do the job do the job no 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 that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right well it's all good Rightio, so we're up to number four. Number four is sent in by some guy called Roland. Yeah, um, I can I combined actually. Okay, here's Rolly. I combined. Yeah, it didn't mine sound like and, a full. It's mine and yours. Yeah, so it's a bit of both. Um, what was your most annoying or dangerous or strange experience at the cinema? So Rolly, kick off for this one. The annoying thing is I I. I don't have an actual cinema experience really as a punter that fits mm. with this question oh okay. i'm interested to hear other people's i do have a a kind of annoying experience but it was more annoying for everyone else and arguably i was the one causing the annoyance go on then because yes. i was doing the i uh, and i'm sure i think i've told you this story before shady but mm. i was doing um i was a projectionist at rooftop movies for a little while and rooftop movies was just getting their shit together in terms of having a um having a, a weekly cinema experience on a car park rooftop mm -hmm. and um we just got a new digital projector system and i'd loaded in the film through the new computer that they had there everything seemed to be going all right um i can't even remember what film it was um Actually, I think it might have been, what was that one uh, from, <laughs> this is an interesting uh, tie-in, who the director that did Annette, what was his other um, uh, character, the previous? Um, Holy Motors? Holy Motors. I, okay. I think it might have been Holy Motors, and, but it was a film that had, if not, it was a film that had uh, subtitles in it. Um, okay. But what I'd done was I'd set the aspect ratio somehow wrong in the projector, oh. um, and they were speaking in, French or something at the beginning of the film, but there didn't appear to be any subtitles uh, titles for the first 10 minutes or so. Oh, no. And then at some point, somebody said a bit more in the film and just, and the subtitles went to two lines. So you could just see the chopped oh. off line <laughs> yes. yeah. at the bottom yeah. of the... <laughs> oh, Rolly. Oh. And I looked at it and I was oh, what do you do oh. in this situation? So, uh, I, yeah, so I, had to, I, I decided to, yeah, I wanted to run away. Uh, but what I did have to do and end up, ended up doing was stopping the film, poking my head out of the caravan where the projector was sitting and, um, and say, apologies, everyone. We will be starting the film again because I had the yeah. wrong aspect ratio set on the projector. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Please yeah, enjoy the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and we started again. So, yeah, we, we lost about 15 minutes, but, yeah, kind of annoying, I guess. Right, and yeah, meanwhile, you know, people are yeah. people are sitting on the cheap seats that they bought and the, the seats are breaking. Like I think about five of these outdoor fold-back chairs broke in a night. One oh, guy had really hurt his back and he wanted to sue the, the whole thing. Oh, I think yeah. rooftop I think rooftop movies kind of improved a lot after that, but um, that I'm was early way. days. Yeah. Mm, right. mm. Nice one. Okay. All right, good. Thank you. Uh, Parazad, how about yours? Uh, yep, so mine, by lucky happenstance, just happened last Saturday. Um, oh. I was at Luna Leaderville in the outdoor cinema. Um, yeah. And we got there right on time. So it was meant to start at 7.30. We got there at 7.30. And as a result, the only seats, beanbags, I guess, mm. available were, because yeah. I was with um, some of my friends, so 
were the four in the very front row, right oh. under the screen. Um, and it was still a good film. Like, we saw um, Death on the Nile. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was still enjoyable, but the... Speaking of aspect ratios, the perspective when you're that close to the screen staring up is very strange. And people's, like, facial pro- proportions just go all out of whack. Um, so, yeah, uh. s- still enjoyable, but very strange. How's your neck after that? Oh, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I was leaning back, so I wasn't uncomfortable. Mm. It okay. was just weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, Merv. Um, my most annoying is any fucker out there who talks during the film. You're in a mm. cinema. You're not at home on your couch <laughs> talking to people. Shut up. <laughs> does it happen a lot? <laughs> yes. It yeah. does. My question is... They tend cool. to be a very mm. certain type of people. <laughs> do you, oh. do you Sounds like they gravitate this, towards you as well. Do you apply this rule yeah. to trailers as well? No, no, I don't think, I don't think so. Trailers. I'm yeah, more forgiving trailers, but once the film starts, yeah, I don't care about what you have to say. I don't pay to listen to your opinion. I pay yeah. to watch a movie and enjoy it and not have you... I don't care if you can't follow it and you're too dumb to understand it. Yeah. Wait till it comes out on TV and watch it at home. But what, what, if it's a, what if it's a whisper like, oh, I didn't know he was in it or something like that, but you can just make it out. I mean, they're not being really obnoxious, but they're sort of mentioning it once, maybe once or twice in the film, someone says something. I don't like it either, but would you? I don't. <laughs> no? Just, just blanket uh, it, ban. Well, if you do it once, you'll likely do it a second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth time. No rehabilitation. <laughs> the most slow, is it? <laughs> um, yes. Merv, do you also get annoyed at the crunkly sweets packets and chip packets and things like that? Oh, I'm waiting for this. you get too noisy with that chip? Not as much. I'm think glad that... you said that because you did yeah. that the other day with yeah. a packet of fucking chips. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and, and every yeah. door, I was like, oh, ah, e, yes. ooh, yeah. yeah. I tend to avoid those things, but occasionally, yeah. yeah. Um, most dangerous, old, um, old good old Baz, um, mm-hmm. who you know, Shady, um, he yep. nearly got it. I, I think we went to see Starship Troopers mm. and he almost got into a fist fight with a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really interesting because Barry is one of the most quiet, passive people you've ever met. He was also six yeah, foot, you know, man. about six foot seven, yeah. massive dude. But yeah, some guy was, just started talking on his phone and they got into a slightly heated argument. And oh, good. The bloke got up and Baz got up and the bloke sat down. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the strangest experience, yeah, was just the other day where um, I sat in the seat and some dude just sat down right next to me. Ah. And like clearly there's other seats and clearly one of us in the wrong chair and I checked my ticket, I was in the right chair. Ah, you know? Ah. And he didn't Something move. else going on there. <laughs> I maybe. Right. But yeah, that one was just like, aren't you gonna move? Did, like, did clearly. He move? No. He stayed there the entire film. It was very weird. uncomfortable. Very weird. <laughs> did your weird. arms touch on the on the seat rest? No. On the arm rest? Did they... What was the what was the film? Um Well something else. I can't remember what the film was. Was it, I was, so was, was it a regular cinema or one of those? No, no, it was, uh, it was at uh, Belmont. Okay. <laughs> now, were you two the only people in the in the No, no, there were, oh, other, okay. there were other people. Huh. Yeah, that's, uh, here's my question. Maybe he just liked that seat. Why didn't you move? <laughs> no, I was there first. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, interesting. All right. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, 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 okay, let me just run these through. Uh, Chris Horan and I went to a cinema in Berlin to see the big Lebowski and it was all made of bricks. It was very weird The the seat backs cinema. and the, and the oh, sides oh, were bricks. Okay. Oh, no cushions. Yeah, it was a cushion. And I think one at the back, but it was a seat cushion to sit on, but it was, everything was like proper bricks with a little bit of crumbling brick dust and shit still in it. You know, it was very weird. And of course, oh, everyone wow. in the foyer okay. was speaking German. So we, we just said, yep, tickets please. And we got in and it was bloody hell weird. Very strange, um, strange way to see the big Lebowski. Um, I think it was quite appropriate way to see the big Lebowski. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, I also watched, um, Taxi, the French film in Bordeaux. With Paddy and I think and Liam and yep. Ray Wee, I guess. Right. So, of course, it's a French film and it's in Bordeaux. Uh, I don't speak French. <laughs> so, 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 what? Luckily, yeah, Paddy transcribed. Uh, yeah, no, no, he, no, he wasn't having that. So, I, I once I said, I've got to ask this. Why did he do that then? And he went, hey, rah, 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 and then that was it. But, you know, it's such a pretty basic film that you can kind of follow it anyway, even if you don't speak the language so so that was, that was still fun um and merv you might have been at this one in the paradiso where we went to see uh, an emmanuel bear festival sort of thing she had two films or three films showing there do you remember this must have been 95 or 96 probably oh, a heart oh. a heart in winter i guess it was um Not but, top she, of my head. But, but she was there and she's a huge star at that time you know worldwide film star and i ran to get after the red carpet thing i ran to get the chalk bombs ran up the stairs to see where you guys were couldn't see you went went to turn around to come back down chocolate all over my face because i was in a bit of a hurry bumped into this superstar emmanuel bauer and i sort of said something like hi and <laughs> and and she just sort of looked at me like i was some sort of weirdo and continued walking into the screening so that was um yeah, the brush with fame and also quite uh, oh. embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> I take it you found everybody eventually. Yeah, I think I did. I, and that, that's yeah, that's all I remember though. And you got the money for the chalk bombs? <laughs> of course you did. What am I well, saying? Of course I did. What do you? Of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, yeah, but that was yeah. I guess they're all a little bit strange. Those ones. No, I haven't had any danger in in cinema. Cinemas, really? No, me neither. Was I in the cinema with you recently, Shady, where there was we there was a, a bit of a biffo, but we arrived after it, like it had happened before we got there? No, what was this? No, that might no. It was a recent one, but it, it was it wasn't quite a situation because we'd kind of missed it anyway. But um, huh. yeah, it must have been with B. But um, huh. okay, yeah, that nice. was. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. wasn't really enough for a, a full story though. So oh, okay, <laughs> nice. Okay, well, uh, guys, look, I think we got a couple more, but we'll save those until the the next round table. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you nice. all for joining this evening, uh, and we we'll, we should do this again sometime. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bye. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. See ya. That madman is headed straight for the black hole. What'll we do? We wait. <laughs>